Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, I'm Polly Campbell and this is Simply Said. Hello, this is Polly, and you're listening to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy so that we can do work that matters and create the lives we love. All worthwhile stuff, right? But this takes some delineation between all the roles that we're living, some work-life boundaries. Do you have any? <laughs> For a long time, I don't think I had good work-life boundaries, and it got in my way. It made it harder to navigate the roles of my life, but it also left people feeling um, confused. I think we teach people how to treat us by what we allow, and when I was allowing clients to call me 24 hours, and I'd respond immediately to do the work, leave my family and uh, break into our time together to do the work. I was definitely sending a message to my family and also teaching my clients that they could get me at any point they wanted. And that wasn't a message I wanted to send because a couple of things happened. I began to get burned out and tired and mad when I'd be interrupted, right? When people, when work people would encroach on my personal space, but also I felt like I wasn't connecting in my, to my family in the way I wanted, um, the way that was needed in this household. Uh, early on in our marriage, and we've been married about 20 years now, you know, I, I went from, from being self-employed and single to, to being married and being in a shared schedule with another person. So when I was single and working, I pretty much worked whenever I wanted, whenever clients would call, certainly, but I'd go in there after dinner or I'd eat lunch at my desk or whatever. I liked to work and that was uh, what I was doing at the time. I was building a business that required a lot of my attention. When I got married, I continued along that same line until my husband came to me and he said, listen, I, I need to know when... I get my time with you. So if you're going to work until nine o'clock at night, that's fine. But I want to know that that's when the end of the day is for you. So I know I get to see you at nine. Or if you're going to work until noon on Saturday, I want to know. Um, and he asked me to not work as often, to come out in the evening and let work be done for the day so that we could spend some time together doing fun things and uh, settling into the household and taking care of our personal business. I thought that was fair, but that was not easy for me. 
because I'd grown accustomed to building this habit of, of working all the time or whenever I wanted to work. It was a major form of my uh, recreation at that point, but I was also building a business, so it was very demanding. It needed more of me at that point. But what I learned when I began putting some boundaries in place was that the quality of my work got better. I was less overwhelmed. I was less prone to burnout. And when I was in the office, I could focus the time in there. When I was with my husband and, and later my daughter and husband, I could focus the time in there. And to really sustain a business that matters and live the way we want to live, we've got to have those clear boundaries, right? Some of them are soft boundaries and some of them are solid, but all of them are important to maintaining healthy relationships. So first off, where are you at in this mix? Do you have clear boundaries? My husband is in a job where when he is done at the end of the day, he is done at the end of the day. He is paid to a certain hour and that is his commitment until he goes in the next morning. Very, very rarely is there an overtime schedule or some emergency he needs to respond to. My schedule is completely the opposite. I get our daughter ready for school. I take care of the household stuff in the morning and the preliminary uh, work that I need to do. And then I come into the office and I work for as long as I can in between um, carpooling, in between household stuff. But I could work all day. And often as a writer, it's the nature of the job. Anyhow, I have a very hard time um, disconnecting from work at all. We'll go on vacation or we'll be out to dinner or we'll be doing something. And I'm constantly thinking about ideas. Oh, this could work into a story idea. Oh, this could be in the book. Oh, this might work in a newsletter. It's the way I process life. So the boundaries of my job are really soft and really loose because, because writing is not only my work, but it's also how I experience the world. So the challenge for me then is to make sure that I'm protecting the boundaries of my family life and the boundaries with my friends. Now, these go up and down, right? When I'm writing a book, it is very hard for me to even talk to other people. I'm so in my head and, and in this experience of writing the book, I feel very drained at the end of that process. And I don't want to go out to dinner or hop on the phone or interact with a lot of people. And yet when I leave the office, when I'm actually in the family environment, in the house, in the kitchen, or out with friends, then I am not actively working on the writing. So I might be going on in my head or in the background, but I really try to separate those two things. So how do you do it in your business? Are you able to leave work at work? Are you able to focus on family or house when you're at home? And what does it look like? And the reason why this is important is because if we're going to really sustain a business and also create a healthy lifestyle that where we feel good, we need to be able to have all these dimensions of our life. One can't 
always take precedence over the other. And if it does, we begin to feel ungrounded and burned out and overwhelmed. And periodically, I think we need to reevaluate our boundaries. Do we have healthy boundaries in place with our coworkers and our supervisors and the work we are doing? Do we have healthy boundaries in place with our friends and our family members and our family time? And do we protect ourselves with boundaries for the kind of solitude and quiet we need to maintain our own health and well-being? I think it's an interesting question. What often happens is we don't recognize that we do not have uh, healthy boundaries in place until something goes wrong. We always have the friend who's pushing at the boundaries or some acquaintance that uh, always needs something more or just this one time or has a problem they need to vent about routinely right in the middle of your work day. And it's when those things start to come up that we notice, oh, this doesn't feel right. I think it's important to evaluate how they're working now before the problems arise. So we can teach people how to treat us by what we will allow and maintain kind and firm boundaries so that we can have the relationships at work and at home that we want. The question is, how do we do this? How do we put those kinds of healthy boundaries in place to support our work and our personal lives in a way that feels good to everyone? And we'll talk specifics, some things that I have done that might work for you too when we get back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back to Polly Campbell Simply Said, and we're talking about boundaries today. Do you have some? Do you have boundaries in place to help you navigate your work life and your personal life? Are you teaching people how you want to be treated? Not by being judgmental or angry, but by having some solid boundaries in place to help you navigate the world so your friendships feel healthy and supportive and fun, and so that all of your relationships help you be more successful at work and at home. We don't want this kind of codependent or enabling situations with our coworkers or our friends or family members. And we want to, all right, here's how we do it. Start with thinking about the times you've felt crushed by a lack of boundary. What does that feel like? To me, that feels like, oh, I have to do it all. Things are falling apart. Nobody's here to help. I have to do it all. Or the times you feel pushed upon when you said yes to things instead of no. You said yes, even though you knew you didn't have time for it or couldn't do it effectively or it would stress you out. So take a minute and think of the times when you're complaining or you're feeling crushed by the sense that, oh, nothing gets done unless I do it. I think I've even used those exact words. I get in this time where I take it all on 
I don't keep my boundaries in place. I take over, I do it all. And then I start complaining about having to do it all, right? So part of our boundaries is knowing what our line is so that we leave space for others to step in and do their jobs, for others to step in and be a partner to us as well. So that means that sometimes we have to say no and that it's better if we do say no. And sometimes that means we need to say yes. And that's part of living close to our boundary too, to bring in the things that we need to really grow on our end. So think about the times when you feel like you've taken it all on and there's no one here to help. For me, one of the hardest times is summer break when my daughter's around and I'm working. Same during the pandemic, right? Everybody was here in one space. And I was still doing my regular work. Plus, I was sharing all the office spaces with my daughter and my husband. And I was still responsible for the meals and navigating this new way of the pandemic. And I felt really burned out and really overwhelmed. And I started complaining about that. And I realized that I was the one taking that on. I was teaching them that this was how it was going to go. And they hadn't responded. They didn't need to do that. They were here to help. And I needed to give up some of that responsibility and work as more of a team. So I stretched my boundary a little bit. I got a little more firm and they stepped up and felt better too. And it started working a lot better for all of us in the family. When it comes to summer break and I'm working in the home office and kids are running around the house and doing what they do, I set the boundaries in a very physical way. I leave my door open or I shut my door. My daughter's older now so I can get away with this. When I shut my door, that's a clear boundary. Do not come in here unless you're on fire. Do not come in here, run to the neighbor's house, go get, do not come in here right? But the rest of the time, I open my door up so people can come in and out. It does disrupt me. I, I don't always like the interruption, but I also don't like being at home when my kids are running around with the door closed. I don't want to miss out on that part of their life either. So for me, that's a more fluid boundary. I use the door open and closed. There are times it cannot be disturbed, like when I'm doing a podcast interview. But there are other times when I can take a 10 minute break here and there to be the mom. And I like that too. So I do that with a very clear boundary that I communicate to my family. If this door is closed, do not you come in here ever for the rest of your life. And they know me well enough to know that I'm going to open that door again one day. <laughs> and then they can come in with their questions or their stories. Um, and that works better for me. It was in the beginning that I just left my door open all the time. And I felt so overwhelmed by the number of interruptions in my day. So I learned how to protect my work time a little bit that way. Another way I impose my boundary is to preserve time for deep work. I save the space in my schedule and the psychological space, the mental space for that thinking. So I will schedule one morning a week where I'm just unavailable. If friends invite me to coffee or if family is coming to town or if a client needs a meeting or I have a deadline, I never schedule it during that portion. That is my deep work time and that's the priority. So if a client wants to meet that day, I'm unavailable. I can meet on another day, like say Tuesday morning, but I'm unavailable on the day I have scheduled for deep work to anything. I plan it around the family demands, so I'm not missing important family stuff. But if something really fun is going on, 
I'm not available during that deep work time. That makes me feel better. It means I'm picking my work. I'm picking my development time, the things that are important to me. And when I walk out of that time, I am so much more free to let go of work and to be all in on the next thing I'm doing in my personal life. So one of the things about working at home when you're own bosses, family and friends are more likely to call right smack in the middle of the day, right? This can be great, but it can also be a huge distraction. And I know when I'm available to talk and I will make time to do that. I will block out those conversations in my schedule and I'll use that time to return the calls or emails or schedule appointments or whatever it is. I don't tell people what those boundaries are. I just make it happen. It's not essential that everyone know what your boundaries are or what the rules are for you, but you have to be clear about them. When you're going to work, when you're not, what kind of work you want to do, what are the systems and processes and timings you need to have that in place. And so I don't tell my friends like, no, I cannot talk to you Friday at 10 because I, that is my deep work day or whatever it is. I just abide by that for myself. I hold myself accountable to that because then when I'm done with that commitment, I'm able to walk through into the other part of my life without feeling upset or stressed or resentful. I also adhere to um, professional boundaries at home. And again, this is a little softer and looser, but we call it family time or quiet time. We have one day a week as a family where we don't schedule anything. We just have downtime. We don't manage the day. If we wake up in the morning and we want to go somewhere, we go somewhere. If everybody wants to do their own thing, they can hang out in their bedrooms or watch movies or whatever it is. Um, sometimes this is my clean out the closet day or plan meals for the weekday or write on the book day. It can be whatever it looks like. For me, this is quiet time. This is where I can read the stuff I haven't gotten to during the week, make plans for the week ahead, kind of percolate and regroup without the stress of needing to be places and doing things and working on a deadline. So much of my life is about deadlines, picking up the kids from school on time and running the carpool and hitting the appointments and getting the articles out and meeting the book deadlines and getting the newsletter that I found, I learned real quick, like that I needed a schedule, a day, one day a week where I could just have the downtime and it's the boundary is no deadlines. Okay. So that's what I mean by downtime for me. What is your need? What boundary do you have that needs to be preserved once a week or every day or what it, maybe you need your lunch break. My husband is adamant. He needs a lunch break every day. He needs 20 minutes to a half hour to just debrief in the middle of the day, to just get out of there and have a break. And so that's something he protects every day. So for me, the downtime, usually it's Sunday afternoon, uh, this family day or, or Sunday day is essential. And another boundary we have as a family is no phones at the dinner table. So we sit down to dinner at the dinner table every night. And there are no phones at the table. There are no distractions. We don't take calls. We don't leave the table until everyone's completed the dinner. And it's just a half hour to an hour of our family time. 
get out. Speaking of phones, that's an important boundary and that's a new one, right? Within the last 15 years, work can get us anytime. Our friends and others outside of us can get to us anytime. Don't let it. It's okay not to read the text immediately. It's okay not to call people back immediately. Um, it's okay to maintain office hours. I rarely schedule any work meetings after 3.30 in the afternoon because that's when my daughter gets home from school. And I want to hear how her day was. I want to have that kind of interaction with her. I don't schedule work-related tasks on the weekends where I need to talk to outside people because I need to regroup. Saturday morning, I keep open to myself for work development, my own projects, which do not require outside participation. So know what works for you. And when you set aside that time, like for example, if you're going away for the weekend, don't work. If you're going on a work trip for the weekend, make sure everybody knows it's a work trip. It's not a sightseeing trip. So find out what works for you, what some of your natural tendencies are, what your job requires, and then find ways to ground yourself in that by setting the boundary with your friends and family and with yourself. The biggest job we have then is adhering to those boundaries, protecting ourselves and protecting our time with the other people that we care about. I'm an introvert. I feel better when I engage with others and then have quiet time where I don't have to talk to anyone. Your boundaries might look different. That's okay. If you're an extrovert, perhaps your boundaries are more fluid and more social. Um, The point is that if you don't have any boundaries in place at all, there will be a time when that comes back and keeps you from the things you want to achieve in your personal and professional life. And that also leads us to burnout. If you're jumping through hoops all the time because you have no boundaries in place, people can get you 24-7 anytime, day or night, and they can count on you to do the job. There will be a time when that is no longer sustainable and your mental and physical health will take a hit. I want to feel better. I want to be excited when I'm at work and I want to know that I have time off to regroup because that's when I percolate and create and the new ideas come. And that's true for all of us. That's not just true because I'm a writer. We all need that separate time for new ideas and innovations to percolate, to incubate. And that happens when we're doing other things. So keep yourself from flying all over the place. Put some boundaries in place. to keep the rest of the world intact so your relationships are solid and so is your work life. It's okay to say no and it's okay to fill your days with fun activity and interesting work as long as you know what your line is so that you have the health and vitality and energy you need to take it all in. We don't want to get to the point where we're burned out and overwhelmed. That's not good for anybody and that sure doesn't make life more fun. Makes us very ineffective at work too. So know what you need and then put a line in place in your mind, the way you live your life, the way you manage your schedule so that you feel good without jeopardizing the relationships and the work you value. Simply start today by thinking about this. Where do you feel pushed in your life? Where do you feel the most pressure? Like you have to... um, take care of it all or the times you're most interrupted, one boundary is crushing into the other boundary. It's good to evaluate how that's working in your schedule because that'll be a sign of where you need to set a boundary and be a little clearer about how people 
uh, can treat you. Consider the patterns around you and determine the kind of boundary you could pl- put in place that will let people know that you're holding a standard for yourself to get the work done or to have the family time. There are certain days I just say no when I'm invited out because that is the time for my family. And the people in my life know that. And I hold that boundary. That's not a, their business. They don't need to watch out that for that. But it's okay for me to say, hey, nope, today's family day. Thank you very much. Today, I'm staying with my family. Whenever we put a new boundary in place, we've got to become comfortable with it. In the beginning, it's a little tough. You might feel uncomfortable. It might be tough to adhere to. But practice by holding that line in the long run, you'll find that putting those clear boundaries in place help your business run better and support those you care about in a way that is clear and not confusing at all. Because when you make time for the different parts of your life, then you can give yourself 100%. When you're at work, you're all in. When you're at home or with friends, they get your full attention. And when we do this, it's about cultivating a standard for our lives, something that helps us feel good so that we can thrive and flourish with all of our relationships. So that there's no resentment, there's no anger, there's no frustration. We're able to give our all. And when we do that, we will all live well do good and be happy. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electric ass.